News Summary from IRA News Publishing House on 2nd of September 2020 India For the first time in five months, India's manufacturing output expanded in August, led by domestic demand as lockdowns continued to ease around the country. The IHS market manufacturing PMI jumped to 52 in August from July's 46. Central government declared a seven-day state mourning from August 31 to September 6 on the demise of former President Pranab Mukherjee. The Supreme Court ruled on AGR dues for telecom operators ordering them to pay 10% of the dues up front and giving them 10 years to pay the rest of the amount. However, any default will attract interest, penalty and contempt of court. Following the ruling, Reliance and Airtel shares jumped while Vodafone Idea shares slumped. Some analysts fear the Vodafone Idea will have to shut shop without a bailout. Bars and pubs reopened in Karnataka yesterday, after over five minutes with practically no sales. While the hospitality industry suffered from revenue loss, the government suffered too as excise collections make up a large chunk of its revenue, leaving them no option at last. Japan will extend an emergency loan of up to 50 billion yen to aid India's fight against the pandemic, particularly in healthcare, a senior official said on Monday. Union IT Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad sent a letter to Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg asking for country-specific community guidelines that will respect the social, religious, cultural and linguistic diversity of India. Because Zuckerberg is the one who publishes the guidelines, Facebook's got no other employees. It's all Zuckerberg. Prasad's letter came after news reports saying certain Facebook employees were strongly opposed to the ideologies of Prime Minister Sri Sri Modiji and his cabinet ministers. Maybe you can see why? Separately, on a completely unrelated note, Mr. Ravi Shankar Prasad is a law graduate from Patna University and is the minister in charge of India's electronics and information technology among other portfolios in the Modiji cabinet all pain no gain. India paid the price of coronavirus lockdown for little reward, reported Bloomberg. The country touted to become a world economic superpower has set back by years, as its strict COVID-induced lockdown plummeted its GDP by a record 23.9% last quarter. However, the economy was already in trouble before the pandemic hit, with a massive liquidity crunch hitting the financial industry last year. The lockdown, intended to keep the pandemic at bay, didn't work either. With cases setting world records as the country is now vying with Brazil to claim the second spot behind the US. It's imminent to note that the National Statistical Office which publishes GDP data, said that lockdown restrictions had an impact on the data collection mechanisms, meaning the actual fall in GDP may be worse than the 23.9% reported. It's officially the first time the country's economy has contracted, let alone by 23.9%. Among major economies too, India led the way of falling the steepest, China was the only country to buck the trend with a 3.2% growth. The US The Federal Aviation Administration announced that it granted Amazon approval to deliver packages by drones. An important step Amazon says to bring home your next package from the sky.
Elon Musk passed Mark Zuckerberg yesterday to become the world's third richest man with a net worth of $115.4 billion as Tesla's stock split fueled its never-ending rally. On Monday, Apple and Tesla share splits came into effect making their shares more affordable for retail investors. The split led to such a massive surge in trading that some brokerages reported service outages. A black man who was wrongfully convicted and sentenced to 80 years in prison was released last week after a federal court ruled that he was a victim of extreme and continuous police misconduct. The North Carolina man, Ronnie Long, who had spent 44 years in prison couldn't believe the news when he first heard it, you serious? He exclaimed. The Donald. Investors should position for the rising odds of President Donald Trump winning re-election. According to J.P. Morgan Chase and Company betting odds that earlier had Trump well behind challenger Joe Biden is now nearly even, largely due to the impact on public opinion of violence around protests, as well as potential bias in polls, said strategist Marco Kolanovic. We currently believe that momentum in favor of Trump will continue, while most investors are still positioned for a Biden win. Reported Bloomberg. Around the world. For the first time in three weeks, Iceland reported zero new daily cases on Sunday. Russia reported nearly 5,000 fresh COVID infections on Tuesday as its case tally topped the 1 million mark, becoming the fourth country to do so, after the US, Brazil and India. In New Zealand, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern designated the Christchurch mosque shooter, Brenton Tarrant, as a terrorist entity. Tarrant killed 51 worshippers in March last year and streamed it live on Facebook, in what was one of the worst attacks the country ever faced. The move freezes all his assets and makes it a criminal offense to support him or his activities. China's five largest banks, among the world's largest, reported their biggest profit declines in at least a decade as they brace for further increases in bad loans in an economy weakened by the coronavirus pandemic reported CNBC. Coronavirus restrictions have caused Australia's greenhouse gas emissions to fall to their lowest level since 1998, the latest official data suggests. Reported The Guardian. China's mouthpiece news outlet Global Times hit out at Australia calling Australians poor white trash of Asia, warning them of consequences if they don't support China. Separately, the Chinese government said on Monday that it has detained an Australian journalist Chengle since August 14. If you haven't figured already, relations between the nations haven't been going great lately. Plastered into memory. The names of 122 women murdered by men over the past year in France were plastered onto a Paris wall on Sunday night as part of a memorial to mark the first year of a poster campaign that has put the country's femicide crisis in the spotlight. Reported France 24. 